we have a um, special guest in the building. Uh, our first guest, um, I'm ecstatic. I found someone who likes to uh, do what I like to do as a hobby. He does it for a living. <laughs> we have uh, the founder of Reverse Society Incorporated, which is, um, I guess, uh, Marquise, what do you, um, what do you call it? Do you say a gardening company or agriculture company? It's, uh, I try to not say gardening, because when I say gardening, mm -hmm. specifically people think of flowers. I try, really? I try to avoid that. Okay. So yeah. what, what would you like the title it is? I mean, it's a descriptive. I call it a gardening boot camp. So it's Reverse Society Incorporated Gardening Boot Camp. Okay. And um, that way is to kind of scare people to think they're going outside doing push-ups in the dirt. Mm -hmm. When really they're just coming outside to learn how to do everything, either by watching me or choosing to do it mm -hmm. with me. But either way, it's just knowledge. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Like, I love, I love gardening. And I'm not talking about just flowers, growing vegetables, fruits. Um, let's see, what else? <clears throat> I grow. I grow everything from like kale, chard, carrots, pears, peaches, watermelons, cantaloupe. Uh, that plum tree that has not produced for me yet. Okay. But I revived it though. It was a dead plum tree. It was a dormant. It wasn't dead. It was dormant. Green hands, man. We <laughs> <laughs> got thumbs. We got the hands, man. That's what you've been telling me. Cucumbers, uh, grapes. Just pick those off. Uh, actually, grapes. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Got grapes sitting in the refrigerator right now. Uh, tomatoes. Patience. Yeah, because you know it takes two years. Mm -hmm. You know, for the vine or whatever. Um, pineapple here. I got a pineapple growing right now. You know, it takes like what? Almost three to four. Uh huh. If you was in Florida, get a little bit faster. But yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's climate down here. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I see it like where it's growing, you know, inside. Cause all I did was just, you know, switched off the uh, top, yeah. get rid of the, some of the flesh, stick it in water, pull back some of the leaves, whatever, let it start to develop the roots. Um, so as soon as the roots got long enough, I put it in a, a pot and I'll transplant it once it starts to get a little bit bigger or whatever. Uh, but yeah, a lot of stuff. I got asparagus in the front yard. Um, I tried that once. It didn't work for you. I didn't stay there that long for it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You see, I, I, have, I have bought the asparagus when it was uh, a root already. I didn't grow up from seed because you know, from seed, they say it takes three years before okay. you can actually eat it. Oh, you lucky then. Not real lucky. We can't really find a root. They got uh -oh. to really try to grow up from seed. Oh, well, I didn't mean, go online. Well, you know, and that's the thing. That's what we want to do. We want to educate the people. Um, and you know, I'll go on and on and on, but <laughs> what really got you into actually growing food? Uh, I had like a little townhouse in my backyard was probably twice as long as a table. Mm -hmm. And I just got, I was interested in it because it was an aloe I had. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> it was dying. And I wanted to try to bring it back and it was annoying because I tried to figure out why I kept dying. Mm -hmm. So I'm researching how to take care of it. And it's like, oh, it just does a, it's supposed to die. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to come back. It's supposed mm -hmm. to grow a little green, spot yeah. decided to come back. It was from there to my neighbor. She had pots and everything on her little, little small patio too. Mm -hmm. And she brought me a dying mint bush. Okay. And uh, now my mint bush is in my community garden I was telling you about earlier. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a good eight feet long. Yeah, yeah they're saying? very aggressive. Oh, yeah. They're, they're invasive plants. I tell, yeah. you, I tell people to either put them in a the pot or be running from it. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I'm gonna put them in the ground. I, just, I knew it was gonna take over, so it just took up and I got experiment all like at least a four by five or whatever right now. I know mm -hmm. if I keep letting it go in its current condition the next year, it'll probably take over the whole yard. 
or that it was also there and um I just started getting different little plants like blueberries, mm -hmm. uh, basil. Those are my favorite. Uh, I tried cantaloupe. Well, I didn't grow a cantaloupe. Somehow a cantaloupe grew in my garden. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Some kid got excited. Just wanted to throw it in there. Mm -hmm. But I had neighborhood kids used to come up to me all the time and ask me what this was. I said, you can try it. Mm -hmm. Habanero peppers or yeah, whatever it was, or yellow peppers. Mm -hmm. I told the kids not to try it. I thought it was like cats and dogs coming around and eating stuff and you just see little kids patting their mouth mm -hmm. running around. I told you. <laughs> don't touch this thing. <laughs> <laughs> what you got to learn through experience, though? Hey, grown people doing the same thing. When you grown, man, just ask me. <laughs> so every now and then I grab my mint. Um, this is before I learned I could start selling. Yeah. Um, um, I used to go around my neighbors and just give them uh, like mint or basil if I had extra basil. Mm -hmm. I go to my uh, local farmer's market, do the same thing. Mm -hmm. they, they, if I had extra, I just gave it to them. Yeah. yeah. So then I guess you saw that once you started doing that, more people started requesting and your name got around mm -hmm. or whatever. And then I like the, the fact pictures. that you also uh, do a lot of different products as well, not just only yeah. gardening, so, uh, but you process stuff and turn it into a, a wide range of things. So what, what, like I saw, you do some type of juices or something? No, I'm making fused cooking oils. Okay, and cooking oils mm -hmm. from so, the various things. So what are you making cooking oils from? Uh, so like most people are allergic to certain cooking oils, so I use basic like vegetable oil. That's mm -hmm. one. The other one I use is coconut oil. Okay. So I use those two when I make my own infused blends, and uh, I they range from basil, thyme, sage, rosemary, and garlic. Because mm -hmm. you know most people don't want to chop up garlic. I gave them some slack because most people ask me for onions. I was like, they're a little lazy for onions. I, I do garlic because it's tiny. Mm -hmm. But um. So those are my starting five, that's what I call them. Mm -hmm. And from there I make those and I, I'll make those to my coconut oil blends too. And you can cook with both of them. And I tell people with my coconut oils, you can use those for your hair, mm -hmm. the skin, the same thing. Rosemary is really good for your hair. Yeah. Uh, garlic is really good for your skin. This mm -hmm. is good for uh, acne and pimples mm -hmm. and I think it's aging and stuff too, aging properties too. And I, mm -hmm. But mostly for like blemishes. Yeah. So just stuff like that and the cooking oil. Um, it's just, if you like garlic, and I tell people, whatever your base oil is, you put that in your pan, mm -hmm. and mine more like a flavor answer. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of whisk that in there a little bit, yeah. and the whole house smells just like that herb. Yeah. Just, yeah, whole house is lit. So as far as, you know, what you're um, producing, and like, what, what, what do you like growing? Like, what's your favorite thing to grow? My favorite thing to grow is uh, uh, blueberries. Mm. Because they're stubborn. Yes, they are. They're real stubborn. Like I like them because when they grow, they grow. But if you touch them, they they'll stop. Mm -hmm. And then, nope. You touch me, I'm not coming back to next year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they really won't. <laughs> I, I got two uh, blueberry bushes in my front yard, and they yielded um, their second year or whatever. Because the first year, you know, I got them in a big old pot and I just let them go. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, you know what? Leave alone. Let's do your thing. This year, they started growing and. Um, of course, they had the blueberries or whatever, so once they matured, mm -hmm. became, you know, edible. Uh, went out there and just picked them all off, whatever. So, I know next year, you know, do even more. Whatever. So, I'm waiting for this customer to call me back, because I got a little shell shock the first time I saw it, because I didn't believe it. Mm -hmm. But she had a blueberry tree, mm -hmm. and it was bigger than this, this, it was taller than this building. And uh, she said, um, she said, I got a blueberry tree over there, and I'm looking, and I said, I'm looking on the ground, because the one I normally have is about this tall, it's about maybe like two feet high. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
She said, she said, with the little birdhouse on. I said, I've seen a birdhouse. I don't see no blueberry tree though. And I looked up and I said, little white little flowers and everything. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, and I just got shell shocked. I didn't take no photos. Did you look at her, the dirt? Did yeah, you see it? at everything. Everything was beautiful. Was it, was it nice, fertile dirt? It was nice. And it was there for, she said it was there, she just moved there and it was there for four or five years. Oh, yeah. And it was tough. She had a two-story house and it was, it was high level. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was high level. Yeah. You can climb that thing. Oh, it was, it was, I got shell shocks. So I'm waiting for her to give me a call back. So I, you not know, only you go get cutting from it or something. Or? No, 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 no. I just uh, she wanted a McGarvey bed. Like I said, I made McGarvey oh, house. Okay. So she was asking me a good location, and mm -hmm. I told her to put it over here. But when I turned around, I saw that. It just, so are you an organic um, gardener? I do my best to do organic. If mm -hmm. somebody, I have most people who just ask me for tomatoes. They said I don't really care if it's hybrid. I don't really care if it's. Um, organic, I just know tomatoes. So I can do it like that. If somebody says I want straight organic, I'll mm -hmm. say, okay, I can do that. Or if you want to, you can grow from scratch. If it's a certain time of year, go to your local farmer's market or your local place that you like get your organic stuff from, get the seeds from. Mm -hmm. If you like, straw, you got fresh strawberries over here or they're really good organic strawberries, mm -hmm. get the seeds from. I just started from the back. Now, have you uh, discovered, like I discovered that tomatoes are actually supposed to have a little sweet taste to them? Mm -hmm. uh, the ones I, that people, you know, I put, I put basil next to that when I grow it, just to make it sweet. You, um, it's something they call companion plants. Yeah. And you just like, you put like chives next to it, mm -hmm. the onions will taste, the, the, um, the tomatoes will taste just like the chives too. Yeah, and then like how you can do corn and beans, mm -hmm. and uh, there's one more, it's sister planting or whatever. Sister, if I can look that one up. Yeah, well, it's because, yeah, it's, it's the same thing that you're talking about, mm -hmm. though. They probably, you know, just do different words or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm loving this whole organic process um, in growing food. One, because I think it's a lost part that we should have. <laughs> yeah. You know, back in the day, people used to grow food and you didn't hear nothing about At least see it, cancer sure. and stuff like that. There's certain things you should be able to just see in nature. We don't see it no more. We see more concrete than we see fruit. Exactly. So. And then people don't even know what stuff looks like when it, you know, it's supposed to grow or whatever. They just see the end result. And thinking that, you know, do you get where people think that garden is hard or is a lot of work? Mm -hmm. uh, that's not really hard work. They just don't want to be outside and eat. If it was if it was a mellow day and just mm -hmm. always breezy, they'd be outside, you know what I'm saying, looking good all the way good. But if it's sweating at all, they're not gonna do it. <laughs> That's so, why our business is good, because yeah. people don't wanna go outside and I can really be in your house in about an hour and a half. Yeah, maybe two. You know what? That's why I be telling people, like, you can go in because I know you got a process, mm -hmm. you know. So so what do you like uh, I got so many questions. <laughs> you got me on the show. <clears throat> do you like raised beds as opposed to uh, just you know, digging into the ground or do you like to do the uh, no dig method or? To me, I, I like raised beds because they just look nice. It's mm. more organized. More aesthetic. Mm -hmm. You can have a big plot and have everything organized, but you got to kind of step over everything unless you know how to path everything. But if you got planted beds, you can just walk right between them. Might trip over it a little bit, but <laughs> you yeah. can see the corners. Yeah, well, why she gets mad at me about it because I like nature to just do what it do. Uh, so I got parts of the sections of the backyard <laughs> where it's just mm -hmm. going wild. And I have all these different species of plants just growing. Mm -hmm. So like I got a banana tree and right next to a banana tree, I got a well, purple got a banana tree. I got two of them. Yeah. Oh, I need to see that. I got a one year old and I got a two year old. I bought them, uh, actually my wife bought a plumber from my, she asked me, what do you want for your birthday? I said, I want banana trees. Yeah. 
So she went online and she bought me two banana trees, one one year old and another one two year old. She get a muscadine. You know what? Because of my grapes and people started tasting them stuff, and I had pulled some of them earlier, and they were the they were right between being a muscadine and a grape, so they were sweet and sour at the same time. Um, Just sour guys. Yeah, I could. Well, I did those. Sour grapes. Yeah, they were. Huh? What color? They're green. Um, they're they're Um, but the rest of them, you know, I let them stay on the vine with it, so now they're sweet. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, muscadines down here, you know, is a is a, is a huge thing for a lot of these different towns. Just grow wild. Yeah. So I was thinking about getting some muscadines and growing them as well, just so I can do stuff. And people have been hitting me up like, "Hey, can you do this?" I like, I tell people, "Look, I grow whatever. As long as you gonna pay me." <laughs> <laughs> do whatever you need. Just <laughs> a little, little bit of a side Yeah, in my wildness that I have on one section, I got the purple tree, collard tree, the purple uh, collards, which I got a, a cutting from California. And they shipped it to me. I had three of them. One of them two of them died, or whatever. The other one survived. And with that particular, uh, it's a tree. And it grows like six to eight feet tall, or whatever. And it'll stay for like three years. It doesn't flower or nothing like that. Uh, so what you have to do before it dies off in the third year, you just take your cuttings from it. Does it flower? No, it doesn't flower. It's pretty cool. Uh, you know, like how most you know yeah. um, vegetables yeah. they'll flower when they're producing seeds and stuff. This one won't flower. Um, this particular species of collard. And you just take your cutting from it, and then you just you know, mm-hmm. like you would do with tomato or whatever. How you propagate tomato plants and stuff like that. You do the same thing. And you'll get your, you know, your generational one. Let me take a notes up there, But I got, uh, let's see, besides that, I got all my men. I got a fig tree beside that. I got a uh, mulberry bush that's like at least 20 something feet high. You got a corn? I got corn, but each year I try to grow corn. I grow corn. It either, I put it like, I had the front yard was nothing but clay, right? So I had to do a lot of compost. Can you grow in your front yard? Legally, I don't care. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's my job. Was that? Yeah, I know. I'm saying because I've you. been reading a lot of different city ordinances where people are growing in their front yard and people getting mad and calling or whatever and can't going through all these debacles and stuff. Yeah, can't collect rainwater either. I do that too. <laughs> Especially legal in Georgia, but I tell people, it's, yeah, you do it, you do it. Look, exactly. I'm I'm like, people you. come out there and just, you know. I know <laughs> It's, it's crazy, like, if you look at, like, the laws or whatever, the ordinances, I'm like, they don't want people to, to be healthy and be self-sufficient. Because yeah. if you think about it, food is the most expensive thing that you do. And it's free. Throughout your life. I'm like, it's more than mortgage. It's free, though. You can yeah, you grow your whole life in your backyard. Yeah. That's what they do. Exactly. I'll be telling people out of town, like, man, whatever. You know, ain't nobody walking through writing tickets and stuff for that. Not down here, but, you know. If they just want to be petty, they can do yeah, that. Yeah, they will. They can do a lot of things. Just got trash in the yard. It's just anything. Yeah. <clears throat> but what else? I got a lot of stuff back there. But, yeah, it's like an exotic, you know, type of situation or whatever. Tomatoes, all of it. Do you sell it? Do you barter? Sometimes, if I got something that I want, but, you know, most of the time I'm already growing stuff but yeah uh i probably would barter with corn though because for some reason my corn doesn't want to grow like i want it to grow 
and I'm not trying, I don't like doing fertilizers. I like compost, compost. I like the mulch and the wood chips, mm -hmm. you know, and I want to stay 100% organic. Um, How do you your compost? I just put all my, you know, I do my kitchen scraps, I do my browns, I do my greens, actually anything biodegradable. I compost it all. I know like it doesn't grow with that. Well, this is, I think there's not enough nutrition in the areas that I have them yet. Mm -hmm. And it's getting to that point now because I have like sweet potatoes growing in my pile of uh, wood chips that I've scattered throughout the whole backyard. Mm -hmm. one, one little section where I have like a, it's very uh, dense in the other sections. Mm -hmm. I have sweet potatoes growing out of it. And I didn't plant sweet potatoes there. So if you, if you got it from somewhere, the cutting fell, whatever the case may be. Um, I got some slips right now that I gotta go plant, and I got some that I made a raised bed out of uh, uh, old box green. Your potatoes? Uh huh. Purple and uh, gold and red. See, most people don't know about purple. They actually call it blue. Well, well, it's weird. Purple, call them yeah, blue. they call them some some places call them like blue Vikings or whatever, yeah. and then another one call them purple. But yeah, but you know, I, I, I love it because of the the texture and the antioxidants. Oh, oh yeah, they, they do that a lot. That's too. Yeah. I kind of like that too. I mean, the purples, I like those too. I have, I had them in my community garden. I had three tires. Mm -hmm. I went back to them like two weeks later to, to add my tires to them because I normally stack them. Mm -hmm. And somebody got me for my purple ones. And they got me for my red ones. I got my golden ones still. How but did they know they were done? Your plants were, your plants were uh, you know, well, they took them when they were babies or they took them? Well, they, I had my tire and I put them in there and I normally stack them as high as I can, but uh -huh. it's only the first tire. So you can, the, the root was only like maybe a foot and a half high. So you can still reach your hand in there and grab potatoes out already. Mm. There was some full ones already in there. If okay. I would have stacked it and kept going. Yeah, they, they wouldn't have known. No, 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 they wouldn't know. The whole purpose was them to see it. Oh, okay. To see it. You would have seen a purple stem coming out of the ground. You would have seen a, uh, well, they were, uh, yeah, was the green. Yeah, purple potatoes are expensive though, man. Oh. What the boys down here? Uh, purple potatoes? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, from the store. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I did. I went to the store and just, <laughs> <laughs> just bought a bag and just like, ah. Your seeds now. <laughs> <laughs> free. That's why I tell people, I just go to the store and get your seeds for free. Or however much you spend on your, your stuff, just you flip that. Mm -hmm. Just use it. Don't throw away your onions. Don't throw away your potatoes. That's why I tell away. people too, I'll be cutting out the bottom of the onion. All I gotta do is rehydrate it and then I plant it. You want a bunch of, you ever try to carrot? They turn into, um, they call carrot greens. They're really bitter. So you mean just cut the end of the carrot with the skin mask? The top of it, mm -hmm. yeah, that's what about, yeah. Most things grow back, but mm -hmm. the carrot doesn't, it grows up. Mm -hmm. the, the carrot grains grow up, and you use those and you kind of mix to some form of like a honey or or some form of barbecue that's like really better mm -hmm. taste. I can yeah. try that. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to grow raspberry, mm -hmm. that just takes forever. It just it looks cool because it looks yeah. like a little porcupine. Yeah. But other than that, it don't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it don't move, it don't grow unless I just leave it alone for a year. It might get a little bit taller. Yeah, that's the thing I, I don't like about it. all the um, the fruits and stuff like that. You know, the berries, whatever. You know, you can't really. They bougie. Yeah, they do. They act bougie. <laughs> they really can't touch them. You can't do nothing to them. If you do stuff to them, they mess up. They don't want to come back or whatever. You just gotta yeah. let them do what they do. Um, so what has been your hardest thing to grow in? The hardest thing? Maybe a lavender? Hmm. 
to keep to maintain. Sometimes it, at least certain. Mm-hmm. And you can just that or just sit out in the yard or whatever. Yeah, that's what I thought. But sometimes I get certain dirt, it just doesn't like that dirt. Yeah, so like when you start your gardens and stuff, um, do you transform the dirt or do you work with what you have or what do you do? Do you amend the soil or anything? Or? I'll till the dirt, I'll add um, the black, I'll bring black dirt mm-hmm. um, and then I'll till it with that and then I'll put my planter beds on top of that and add um, dirt inside of that. Well, I'll okay. put mulch inside of it, then mm-hmm. layer the dirt. And then I'll, um, I'll hit it with a a certain color mulch around it, like a black, a brown, or a red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just for aesthetic. Yeah, just to yeah. make it look nice. Yeah. And stuff like that other than that. Now, what do you do as far as like the watering system? Do you put in, you know, because a lot of people use like a... Uh, I haven't got to hydroponics yet. Yeah. I you haven't do got that to the do that? Yeah. I don't really like, you know, care for all that or whatever. I'm like, because when you put down enough mulch or like wood chips and all that, I've, in my experience, I'm like, you know... I bumped to this guy getting dirt the other day. He had like... He showed me a picture of him, yeah, like, um, like a big cinder block wall, like two or three of them mm-hmm. full of stuff. And it was all a big hydroponic stuff. I said, you made it on cost me about 1500 over time, but the look at him. Like, oh, okay. Like, I'm trying to figure out how to siphon the, 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 the water from the fish into the thing now. Once I get that, everything will be straight. Yeah. I was I, looking at it like, wow. Yeah, there's a, you know, there's a lot of people on YouTube that I watch as far as garden channels and stuff. And like, there's this dude out in uh, Arizona, the Jake the vegan athlete. Mm-hmm. His whole front yard, backyard is like sitting on maybe a quarter of an acre or so. And he has hundreds of trees and stuff like that in Arizona. A fish pond. Um, and he uses some of the fish water, so, you know, for his, uh, what do you got, dates? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a lot of those trees too. Um, for his, uh, you know, watering and you know, fertilizing and whatever, it, it, um, it was interesting though because he did a video where it was like 20 degrees outside on his back porch, he has a thermostat. He goes into the middle of his garden and it's 55, 60 degrees because of the trees. I'm like, he has a lot of trees. It's cool. Um, yeah, and I was like, how do he created that ecosystem? And that's how he was able to retain, that's what he explains it as. You know, he created this, so like, I don't know if you heard about the terminology food forest. Mm. Instead of a garden, that's what I'm building, a food forest, an ecosystem. That back here big enough for that? Yeah, it would. Yeah. Food forest? Yeah. Like, you can, you know, you, you've probably seen that, um, different methods or whatever, like a lot of people like to organize, look up a garden bed and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, but there's also these different techniques called um, sort of like grouping or whatever, or you know, you just letting stuff grow and it competing with one another and you putting uh, plants in, like you know, peppers grow tall or whatever, but um, something that doesn't grow as tall as peppers, uh, like garlic or something, whatever, mm-hmm. grow as tall. So of course, they're not going to get uh, blocked. It's not going to matter, or whatever. They get blocked out by the sun, or whatever the case may be. You just you know have these different layers, or whatever. They're like yeah, the thing is a food for us. So there's a lot of different people out there that who inspired me. So I just wanted to go from like gardening to food for us, and it produces you know because you put a lot of perennials in there. So a lot of fruit trees, um, bushes that produce year after year, and then you know of course you just stick your annuals in, you know. People don't really buy perennials. They, well, they buy perennials in stores. They rather grow annuals. 
I'm yeah, gonna watch it. I don't, I don't get it. It's just like eating. Yeah. Like my, my peach tree is two years old. At first, it started off with like 60 peaches. Now, of course, over time, whatever, because it's little, you know, I went and I snapped a lot of the peaches off. Um, because they say you'll break the uh, stem and stuff, you know, because they're going to get bigger. But I think I ended up after the birds and stuff started eating them. <laughs> I think I ended up with about 14 or 15 peaches. Mm. Now, they were probably about about that big. It wasn't huge like the ones you can buy in the store. For sure, huh? Um, yeah. Um, I was like, <laughs> you know, they'd be injecting, I'll be telling them, they'd be putting stuff into all those uh, fruits and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but the quality though, way better. So yeah, it is weird. Whenever it's homegrown. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I know next year and do more, and then I bought a second piece tree. So I got one right next to another one, so they can talk to each other and stuff and communicate. You know. <laughs> 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 I let all my plants talk to one another. That's how, that's how I do it with my pear trees. You know, I put them in close proximity with them so they can talk to one another. Uh, but just not all my plants, whatever, I let them talk to one another, build their little web that's underground. Um, especially, you know, mulch and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know, have you dug up and you saw like that little white stuff? Yeah, a little... Fun that, it looks like spider web stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's like their, what I've come to learn, that's like the, I guess the nervous system or whatever of the plants on the ground, and that's how they communicate to one another. So if you got like caterpillars or something like that eating your plant over here, you know, sends messages to these plants over here, letting them know that hey, I'm being attacked or whatever. So raise up your defenses. And um, yeah, it's like it's I see a lot of those on my potatoes around the potato plants. Talking about the uh, white stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, kind of looking at more now. So. Um, what pests do you have to deal with when you? Uh, pest, 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 pest. Most of them flying insects. Um, I have people who have like uh, their dogs, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But pests, like flying insects, I tell people you can just get tobacco, like uh, like maybe like a really nice tobacco now so that you get from a gas station mm -hmm. and then some water to mm -hmm. shake it up and spray it on your plants. Yeah. Because tobacco is a natural pesticide. Yeah. Or I tell people add some some lemongrass. I tell mm -hmm. people add some mosquito plants. I tell people to add some um, um, basil does some good sometimes too. Mm -hmm. um, and just really just your herbs. I know a lot of people like when I used to be on my YouTube when I used to channel my Facebook on channel. Mm -hmm. I used to be out in the mint and it'd be a lot of bees. They were like, you're not afraid of bees? I can grab the flower to be on and just put it on another flower. They just, they don't really care as long as I'm providing something for them, they don't really bother me. Yeah, I was telling people that, like I was out there uh, one day, like they were sitting there playing with my um, cucumbers, you know, pollinating and stuff. I'm like, oh, like, hey little bee, you still touching them, whatever. And people are like, what? I'm like, yeah, bees, they have a bad reputation, but I'm like, we need them. And they were dying off at an alarming rate. Honestly, I have a bad reputation when they sting you, they don't. Exactly. And so the animal don't die after the first time, they don't really <laughs> yeah. bother you much. I do want to quote about that about bees. If you ever see one on the ground mm -hmm. and it's not dead, you don't don't step on it. It's, it's still alive, it's just tired. What you do is you get some water and you mm -hmm. add a little sugar to it mm -hmm. and it's like um, caffeine for them. 
don't know how to get them to press more yeah. right back up. Or if you see it, just if you just see a bee on your flower and it's not doing the thing, sign for it. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I love when uh, like around March, April, mm-hmm. when I started out my flowers and stuff uh, to help bring them in and pollinate all the stuff that needs to be pollinated. Mm-hmm. Um, they just like, swell. 